Uh, welcome, everybody, to our uh, technically second, but first introductory podcast where we tell you how unqualified we are to be telling you what we think about movies. My name is Davis. I am an accountant and do nothing with movies other than give people my money to watch them. Uh, and that is the extent to which I interact with movies and the movie business. So when I started getting into movies was, I mean, I, don't, I always liked movies. Even from a young age, I remember whenever we would go to a movie theater and my parents would spend ungodly amounts of money on tickets and popcorn and everything. Um, I always was like, why don't we do this more often? This is amazing. So I just really like have liked movies and especially going since going to college, getting movie pass and now the AMC Stubbs A-list thing, which is not a sponsor, but hopefully eventually will be. Um, just being being able to see a whole bunch of movies um, and especially meeting these two guys in college only really helped fan that flame of talking about movies and dissecting them and just basically enjoying them in general. My name is Brandon. I'm an engineer and I have no qualifications to be giving my opinion on any movie. I didn't start getting into movies until I was probably in college. I grew up watching basically rom-coms and Hallmark movies with my mom. And so I didn't really have an understanding of what made a good movie and what didn't. I basically just enjoyed anything that I watched. And looking back, there was a lot of really not quality films that I thought were quality. And Ever since I started hanging out with uh, Davis and Kyle and some of the other guys that were on our floor in college, um, I've really increased my standards into what I think is a good movie. And much to my family's dismay because they don't like watching movies with me anymore because I critique it too much for them. <laughs> but I started really getting into movies when I got Movie Pass with Kyle and Davis, R.I.P., R.I.P. Pouring out for the homies. All right. My name is Kyle. I'm an engineer. And uh, I've been watching movies ever since I was little. But that by no means means that I have any any qualifications for you listening to me talking about them. I know, like, when I was in high school, pretty much every Saturday when I wasn't, like, doing tennis or soccer or whatever. I would just be at home lying on my couch watching movies on like FX or whatever. So I've pretty much always really been into movies. I've seen a lot of them. Uh, that doesn't mean my, I raise the standards on the movies that I like. Cause I like a lot of crappy movies, but um, yeah. Anyway, I've pretty much been into to movies since the beginning and yeah, in college Movie Pass. I mean, let me tell you, that was just like the perfect college student subscription because absolutely movies are expensive. Which we are we are the reason <laughs> that Movie Pass is no longer in business. I know, I know. You think they would have realized that movies are expensive, <laughs> but they seem to miss that one. Anyway, 
So, yeah, seen a lot of them. Love a lot of them, even though they're probably pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's my background in movies. Uh, also, I am recently married. have a wife named April. And I'm sure you will occasionally be hearing her on the podcast in the background. So, Yeah, probably eating chips. Hey, man, everyone's got to eat. Everybody's got to eat. That's all I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Davis, what do you look for for a movie to be considered good for you? I look for, well, so there are a couple of things I look for in movies. What will interest me in uh, trailers that I'm that I watch mostly what interests me in trailers is interesting premises for instance we already I, I we all it's no secret we all like sci-fi movies so any movie that I see like I am mother where we the trailer was the premise that this biological child is being raised by a robot or any kind of post-apocalyptic there's a series called the 100 that's awesome on netflix any kind of like you know just sci-fi in general or even like uh mortal engines which is a book series but also the movie came out i I wanted to see that haven't seen it yet yeah it was i i can after seeing it i can understand how it got i think it got like a six point something on imdb or like it it wasn't it wasn't received uh, like super well but i really enjoyed it just because of the whole world building of it and just the whole idea of houses that roll around and eat other houses and eventually like cities that eat those houses it was just i was i was a real big fan of the whole premise and it made me i just like creative ideas basically and exploring those kind of worlds i also less so am interested in the actors um and also if disney puts out a thing i'm probably going to try and see it that's just that's just what comes with the 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 church of mickey mouse yeah and at this point disney's putting out a thing every other weekend so (laughs) right (laughs) yeah so a couple of the things that I really look for in a movie to make me appreciate it more is practical effects. And I kind of mentioned this in I Am Mother. When you have practical effects that just look really good, it and you can tell it's like a real-life object and not CGI. Like I think CGI definitely has its place in the movie industry, but I'm just a big fan of practical effects. Another thing that I look for is for the, the movie to give me a reason to care about the characters either in like ways to like hate them or appreciate them. And I know there's a lot of like really quality movies that have like phenomenal acting and directing that I just dislike just because the director or the movie wasn't able to get me to care about the characters at all. And one in particular is Manchester by the sea. It was by far one of the best acted movies I've ever seen. Like the most like realistic acting. It just, it felt real and it was really good. I just didn't care. And so I spent the whole movie wondering when it was going to be over because I just didn't care. And 
it's really important for me for a movie to just make me care about the what happens to the characters. Yeah. So uh, what I look for in a movie, pretty much anything. I don't know. I enjoy most movies, even when they're horrible. Same. Um, which probably makes me the worst person to review movies, <laughs> but we're going to look past that for now. But yeah, basically, like I really enjoy movies that are just fun, like summer blockbusters. You know, I'm not going there for a story. I'm going there just to, you know, have a good time. Uh, but I also really, uh, probably my favorite movies are the ones that tell a good story. And I really do enjoy like somber movies as well. So, you know, movies like Manchester by the Sea, I kind of enjoy them just because maybe not somber is the right word, but like very just real life movies. You know, something like Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorites and, you know, movies like that that are just like very realistic and seem like they definitely could happen. But yeah, so I pretty I pretty much enjoy all genres except for maybe movies with a lot of jump scares. Uh, I'm super jumpy as a person. And so every time it gets me, even when I know they're coming. So that tends to make my movie watching a little less enjoyable, but if the movie has really good storytelling along with it, hashtag a quiet place, then, then I'm okay with it. I'm down, but yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty open to any and all movies and you could probably tell that by the movies I've seen in my life. Yeah. I, but now I'm on the same page as Kyle. I, (laughs) I, I will see almost anything. There's, not a lot. There's not a lot of movies that I see trailers for, and I'm like, "Ah, eh, that doesn't look exciting um, or interesting at all." But also, scary movies are scary unless they have really interesting stories, like A Quiet Place or um, Get Out. Which fun fact? There's officially going to be A Quiet Place too. Ooh! Wait, really? Yep. And Emily Blunt is still going to be in it. So yes. That, cool movie that news for you. Cool movie news. Awesome. All right. So now we're going to talk, talk about, about our favorites. favorite movies. I so this is I mean this is just a really hard question in general. I know, it's honestly the worst question. It's it scares it laughing. scares me that we're recording this because I think my I'm going to say something in the next three seconds or three minutes that is going to be recorded forever and then i think in about a week i'm gonna be like i totally forgot about this movie how could i not mention this movie but right now it's sort of a tie between princess bride which is a classic and is hilarious and super quotable and really great and also sort of a rom-com but also a lot more and it's great and the nice guys which is, I don't know, there weren't a whole lot of people that saw it just because it came out the same weekend as Ant-Man. And it was Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling in the 70s, and the whole movie was really just hilariously funny. And uh, they were just like on this huge 70s adventure investigating like a murder, just this action comedy buddy cop type thing and i just it's everything that i want in a movie and it was really great brandon it is now your turn to answer the age-old question 
what is your favorite movie? Yeah, sorry, I was eating. I put a very large chip in my mouth. <laughs> I, I forgive you. Which, <laughs> by the way, just quick side note, I think anybody who has just a very simple, single answer to the question, what is your favorite movie? I don't trust those people. I don't. I don't want to hang out with those people. If you if you don't have to think at all, and somebody's like, "What's your favorite movie?" and you just have an answer right there, I don't know about you. But anyway, Brandon, continue. My favorite movie is Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> okay, I don't <laughs> I don't know how I feel about my podcasting partner right now, but well, continue. two episodes, we made a good run, guys. <laughs> we had a good run. <laughs> um. My, my that is my favorite movie, the the Count of Monte Cristo. I grew up watching it with my family, and it's one of the few movies that I think is fairly good that I did watch growing up, and I feel like it still stands. I watch probably at least once a year with my family, so it's something that that there's just a lot of there's a lot of nostalgia that that comes with that movie for me, and. I think the acting's pretty good. So it has a young Henry Cavill before he was famous and in his role with Superman. Uh, he's like probably, I'd say he's less than 20 years old. But I'd have to say that's my favorite movie just because that's just what I grew up watching. Can we still be friends, David? Yes, we can still be friends. All right, kid. So my favorite movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. But it's called Fifty Shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what did, what face did April make just right now? Oh my gosh, she don't even want to know. She wanted a divorce <laughs> in that moment. I could I I have that face like burned into my head of her mouth like wide open, just like shocked at what's happening right now. Pretty much. Because it's happened much. so many times. I really thought it was a glaring face. It's kind of a combination of both. You guys both nailed it. <laughs> anyway, I kind of have two answers to what's your favorite movie because I can't really pick a favorite movie. I like so many movies. but Right. And that's why I trust you, Kyle. <laughs> I basically make people um, ask that question a little more detailed. So I will be like, well, if you ask me what's your favorite animated movie, I will say How to Train Your Dragon because I absolutely love that movie. I feel like in another life, I am Hiccup. Um, <laughs> I Honestly, you look like him a little bit. Yeah, I will take that. That is a compliment. <laughs> and so if it's a non-animated movie, my favorite movie is The Dark Knight. That movie just has like a special place in my heart, I guess, for... When it comes to movies, uh, that was like one of the first movies that, you know, really got me into like superheroes and it, it really told me, you know, what a good movie is and what good acting is. And it's the first movie I like, you know, bought on Blu-ray and then I watched literally all the behind the scenes. So yeah, I really, really enjoyed that one. And yeah, that probably feeds into my favorite director even being Christopher Nolan just because like pretty much every movie of his is like extremely good and I feel like that's that's probably a good answer to what I look for in a movie is what he does is it it's 
you know, super intriguing, really good storytelling, you know. But anyway, yeah, so that's my my favorite movies, I guess. Okay. And I guess, yeah, you mentioned that Christopher Nolan is probably your favorite director. Do you have any others? Uh, favorite directors? I mean, yeah, or directors. Uh, yes, but I always pronounce this guy's name wrong. Um, if you guys have seen like Arrival. Is it, it's Denis, I think you pronounce his name, Denis Villeneuve? Villeneuve or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, anyway, he, 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 I was going to mention him too. Yeah, him and Chris Nolan are probably like tied right now um, in my mind just because I've, you know, if you want like a really realistic, somber movie, uh, he did a movie called Prisoners and that movie will mess you up, but it was very good. Oh, and fun fact, Chris Nolan has a new movie that he's like, filming right now and it's about foreign espionage so i'm super pumped for that Ooh, that'll be cool yeah so do you guys have favorite directors yeah like you mentioned christopher nolan denis villeneuve villeneuve something they he's i i like both of them a lot i like a lot of what they do adam mckay is a great director simply because he directed the other guys and uh, he directed, yeah. And he directed, I'm pretty sure Anchorman. Great, great movie. Yeah. He directed Anchorman and Anchorman two and he, and Talladega nights, but he also directed like vice and the big short and uh, you know, those kind of movies too. So he was, I, I like him a lot. All right, and the other the other guy that I just want to shout out is Wes Anderson, which is like a totally generic indie <laughs> indie white guy answer, but I do think his movies are great. I've seen all of them. And favorite Wes Anderson movie, I'm not going to answer that question cuz that's too hard. So, yeah, Wes Anderson is really good. So this is probably the topic about movies that I know the least about. I know very few directors. And so just because I know them, I guess they're my favorite. But this is something that I'm looking forward to learning more about as we do this podcast. And I am getting into movies a little bit more. But I have to say, probably my favorite director... Now, I'm just just going to name three that I really like. I really like Christopher Nolan, like Kyle was saying. M. Night Shyamalan. Is that how you pronounce his name? M. Night Shyamalan? Yes. His movies are either hit or miss, I feel like. But when they're a hit, they're really good. Um, like I saw the movie The Village of his the other... Uh, that was during spring break. That was really good. Yeah, that's a good movie. And then uh, Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate. Um, I feel like he does a, he does a really good job with just like um, I heard like someone say like a good movie will show you something, not tell you something. And I feel like he does a really good job of that. And his, uh, there was a, a scene in bridge of spies. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yes. That's a pretty good movie. Um, but there's this one scene that I was thought was really good. And it was after, uh, Tom is Tom Hanks. He was the one that, yeah. Was, yeah. After, well, he was yeah, the negotiator guy. Yeah. At, when he's on his like way home, he's on the train, and they 
have this really beautiful picture of like him looking out the window and you see these kids like jumping over this fence. And I thought it was a really amazing representation of like, just kind of like the sum of the whole movie where like these kids have, have these freedoms to go over these walls that are like built. And it said a lot. Actually, I think I'm going to change my mind. My favorite director is Chase Waterbury. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Chase. (laughs) Is is that going to make it into the podcast? It it might. I haven't decided. The best is like (laughs) if people like listen to it and they have no idea who that is. Like they're going to Google him and be like, still not even know who he is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's so obscure. Yeah, he's so indie, dude, you've never even heard of him. All right, thank you for listening to our preview podcast of the rest of the the podcast that yeah, we're going to do. Yeah, pretty much I think what we wanted to get across is um, you shouldn't really listen to us if you want qualified opinions. This is, this is the average Joe podcast, so. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully... Hopefully, you feel like what, at least one of us is relatable and, I don't know, funny or charming or something. Mostly me. I can be charming. The other two have girlfriends. Well, the other two have either fiancés or wives. So, I, I'll be the charming one. Anyway, thanks for listening. And we need to figure out how to end these podcasts. Goodbye. Yeah, sorry, I was eating. I put a very large chip in my mouth. (laughs) I, I forgive you.